My name is Kate the Socialite, and you're listening to episode 77 of The Kate Show. Guys, today I'm talking about something that is going to save you a ton of time, a ton of stress, and a lot of effort, and that is recycling your marketing content. So we're going to talk about how you can recycle your marketing content in a lot of different ways, and I'm also going to share some reasons why you can't recycle all of your content and how to be able to confidently make the decision of should I reuse this or does this need to go away forever. So if you find yourself constantly starting at ground zero when you're brainstorming your marketing, you know what I'm talking about. You know why this matters. If you're trying to figure out every single day or week what you should post on social media, put in your newsletter or write on your blog, and you feel like you have to keep coming up with new content all the time, this episode is for you. Because as interior designers and home stagers and workroom owners, you already have way too much on your schedule. Reinventing the wheel with your marketing should not be one more thing that eats up your time. On this episode, I'm sharing my top tips for recycling the content you already have, why most marketing content is never reused enough to be effective, and the best practices around, like I said, when and when not to reuse your content. So let's get started. Marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. My name is Kate the Socialite, and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. Over the past year or month, or week, you've likely spent hours writing captions for social media and even longer trying to find the right images for your feed. And month after month, you see your hard work being published and shared and liked and commented on for about 24 hours. After that, your post stops receiving attention and you have to start all over again with a new post. And that predicament is exactly what drives so many home industry entrepreneurs to what I call social media insanity. They either stop posting altogether, saying they can't keep up, this isn't worth it, it's not working, I don't have time, or they'll post once a month or less, which I mean at that point you might as well not have social media at all, or they just constantly debate whether they should be outsourcing. And while outsourcing your marketing, whether it's social media, email, or something else, to the right company can make a huge difference and free up hours of your team each week, you do have other alternatives. So if you've got high quality marketing content that you worked hard to create or you really invested in, and it got positive attention, it aligns with your ideal client, you're still proud of it, you can use it again and again. So if you've posted it in the past on Instagram or Facebook, you can actually repost it. In fact, there are entire social media management tools that have been created for the main purpose of resharing or reposting your own old content including a very prestigious platform called Meet Edgar. Now, I do want to add a disclaimer. I am not being paid to talk about Meet Edgar, and I don't actually use Meet Edgar at this moment, only because I'm waiting for them to improve one of their Instagram integrations, and then I'm going to be switching everything to them because I think they're awesome. But 
it will still work for you guys because while I'm publishing hundreds of social media posts every month for myself and my clients and my team, you only have to worry about your own business or if you have two businesses, it's still not going to be a big deal. So every time you get a notification from Meet Edgar that says, hey, it's time to post, all you have to do is click share and the content that you posted in the past or the content that you had ready to publish, all scheduled basically, goes out to your social media. Very easy. Now, Meet Edgar was built on the premise that only posting an image or a link once was never enough. Very few fans will see each post you put out due to the time of day, the day of the week, and whether or not Facebook or Instagram felt like showing it to people that day. And because of these factors, honestly, some of your greatest social media posts will likely never be seen by the people who would appreciate them most. That's so frustrating. And this is exactly why we repost content. Resharing an image or a link on Facebook is easy, and it's also not overly obvious. Now, reposting on Instagram is going to be a little bit more obvious, but it's also beneficial. It just requires a bit more of a careful approach. First, make sure that the original post on Instagram and the duplicate post are at least like a, a month apart. And then also you can delete the post that receives less engagement after a few days. So maybe you'll find that the duplicate post actually gets more likes and more comments than the original. In that case, go delete the original. Or after a week, you might see the duplicate post didn't get quite as much engagement. And at that time, you can make a decision of whether to leave it or whether to just delete it. It's totally up to you. And by the way, Deleting the duplicate post is truly optional. I mean, if you look at really popular Instagram accounts, they often repost the same image multiple times, not just twice, and they keep all of them. And guess what? Nobody complains. This isn't because the accounts are large, but because they've realized that people don't mind seeing the same great content again and again, plus, each time something is reposted, it tends to reach a new audience with limited crossover, which means that the first time they posted, these people saw it, but these other people didn't. The second time it was posted, the other people saw it, but then this new group of people didn't see it for whatever reason. And when you pair that fact with the bonus of not having to create entirely new content all the time, it means that you're getting more results with less effort. And who doesn't love that? Reposting content also means that you get the most mileage out of your blog posts in multiple ways. Here's what you can do. You can take paragraphs from each blog post and use them as social media captions. And that means that half the work is already done for you. You just need to find an image that works for you. Maybe it's one from your portfolio. Maybe it is something that your colleague posted. And if that is the case, be sure that you tag him or her to give them proper credit. Maybe it's from one of your vendors. Again, make sure you tag them. But at least that means your caption is already done. It's already written appropriately and it makes sense. Of course, you have to make sure the image and the paragraph you're pairing together makes sense but it also means that you'll have longer, higher quality social media captions because it'll be from a blog post as opposed to just saying something like, oh, this room is so pretty because 
that that doesn't do anything to really connect people on social media. You need to say more than that. You need to have a meteor caption. This also means that you could even turn your client's recently emailed question into a social media topic, a newsletter topic. Of course, you need to remove their information first, but you can come up with topic generators so easily just by thinking, what are people emailing me about right now? Or what content do I already have published on my site that I can use? Could I even copy and paste a section from my about page and use that as a social media caption? The answer is most likely yes. And by the way, this works especially well if your about page was written in the first person. First person bios are so much more effective than third person. So make sure that you are setting yourself up for success in every aspect of your marketing so that it can be used interchangeably. Now let's take it one step further. If you have blog posts that are more than a year old and they seem to be collecting dust on your website, you could refresh them with a new title, new images, and then republish them with a new current date. This reduces the need for you to constantly create new blog posts, and it also ensures that you get the most out of the work you've already done. If you decide to use this method, you need to be careful. You need to make sure, number one, that the post is at least a year old so that you're not regurgitating content that is actually a little too fresh for a blog post. And number two, you need to make sure that when you change the title, the original URL does not change. Because if you do change the title and then that also changes the corresponding link to that blog post, meaning the URL, you'll end up with a broken link when people click to read the old blog post and things will get messy, especially if that older post had been pinned on Pinterest and people end up clicking it thinking they'll go to your website and they end up going nowhere because it says, oh, this is a broken link. So most blog posting tools, whether they're Squarespace or WordPress, will not change the URL if you change the title. So that's the beautiful part of it. Just go in there, change the title. You might even want to make sure the title of that reused blog post is a little bit more current with SEO standards. And that means running the title through a tool called Headline Analyzer. And if you just Google Headline Analyzer by CoSchedule, it will come up. And I'll also put a link to it in the show notes. This way you can make sure that you're reusing a blog post. If you're giving it more SEO, better SEO, and more relevant or updated images so that basically it's a new post. Now you can only do this with your own blog post. You cannot do this with anyone else's because that would be plagiarism. There would be some sort of copyright issue, obviously, and there would be a copied content issue that Google would find out about right away and then penalize you for it. So make sure that you're only reusing your own blog content. This is a great way for you to get the most mileage out of all the work that you've already done. All right, guys, that was a lot, but there is more to come. We're going to take a quick sponsor break. And when we get back, I'm going to share with you when you actually need to avoid repurposing your marketing content. And this part of the episode is just as important as the first. So while I know that you're excited about all the different ways that you can actually put in less effort and get more results out of your marketing, you still have to be careful. There are still things that you'll need to be aware of as a business owner when you try to figure out, should I recycle this or does it actually go straight to the garbage? Does marketing your interior design, home staging, or workroom business give you anxiety? 
Guys, I get it. I used to hate marketing. That is, until I found a way to make it easy and simple. Now I share my secrets with all my members over at socialitevault.com. As a member, you get access to social media posts, captions, hashtag sets, email newsletters, client welcome packets, branded magazines, and more, ensuring that you'll have a complete sales funnel for attracting new clients even when you're asleep or just too busy to even think about your marketing. Turn those hours you spend worrying about your marketing into hours spent working on new client projects. Your business deserves high quality marketing and you deserve to get your time back. There is no contract required for this service, so head over to socialitevault.com to get started. Am I suggesting that you always reuse 100% of your marketing content? Oh, if only, because that would save us all a lot of time, wouldn't it? But there are certain situations in which recycling your marketing could actually hurt your business. And I'm going to go through each one. The first one is reusing blog posts as newsletters or vice versa. And I list this one first because I get a lot of emails about this. People are wondering, can I do this? How do I go about doing this? They're very similar at face value, so I think I should be able to reuse them in this way. And while I love that so many home industry entrepreneurs are looking for ways to think outside the box and reuse marketing content, this is not one of the recommended ways. While you can certainly reuse the topic idea of your blog post or your newsletter, you shouldn't simply copy and paste from one to the other. Because in order to be successful, and actually for these things to be worth their weight in internet gold, newsletters and blog posts have actually very different layouts and very distinct components. To sum it up, a blog post is something that occurs toward the beginning of your sales funnel, it creates content for you to put on social media, but newsletters are at the end of your sales funnel. Therefore, blog posts and newsletters are definitely not interchangeable, but you can reuse the topics, all right? So maybe you can help yourself out by looking at past newsletters you've sent to come up with blog post ideas or vice versa. That part would be completely okay. Another thing to avoid is reusing marketing material that was time sensitive or holiday specific. Unless you can reuse holiday content year after year, such as using the same Christmas newsletter every December or the same Easter newsletter or Valentine's or whatever, and still have it be relevant to your business, like, I mean, that's great. But if it's no longer relevant or if it has outdated branding or if there's just a better way to say it now, you'll need to come up with something new. And honestly, that's not a big deal because holiday specific marketing pieces are fun, they're short, they're easy and quick. The other thing you need to be careful about is reusing materials that just don't align with the current goals of your company or they contain outdated information. So you do have to do a little audit, read through whatever it is, look it over. Are the colors right? Are the fonts right? Is the logo right? Those are huge. You need to make sure you're not going to confuse the heck out of anyone who sees it. For example, as far as containing outdated information, if you no longer use quote unquote free consults as a selling point, which you shouldn't anyway, or if you no longer charge an hourly rate, but use a flat rate model, any marketing materials that reference those things are now obsolete. 
However, if you still have the workable files for these marketing pieces, maybe it's in Adobe Illustrator or in Photoshop or Canva, you could go back and reuse parts of it. Maybe the verbiage is still good. It just needs to be brushed up and polished up a little bit. Maybe the colors or fonts need to change, but maybe it would prevent you from starting all over at square one. Either way, just make sure that the marketing content you are putting out there, whether it's new or recycled, is still current to your brand and it won't create confusion among your followers. The other thing you need to be careful about is reusing materials that don't speak to a specific ideal client or they reference an outdated or a former ideal client or are just like way too generic. Marketing content that isn't specific to a pain point, service, or inspiration, or tips that align with your ideal client, it's not worth using even once, much less twice. So don't recycle anything that's too generic or really misses the mark as far as exactly who your ideal client is. Okay, so at this point in the episode, I can feel your excitement because whenever I share these tips or tricks with my clients, they're always excited because they realize they don't have to put in as much effort and as much time as they thought they did into their marketing. And that goes back to the core of my business model and my mission for you guys. And it is twofold, of course. I want you guys to be more confident as women I want you to be more confident as business owners and I want you to stop wasting your precious time doing things in your marketing that you really don't need to be doing. You don't need to constantly be generating brand new content. You can reuse things that are already working for you and have proven to work in the past. And in fact, reusing something that was already proven to be popular and get a good response from people is actually more beneficial than creating something new and taking a risk that it's going to fall flat. Now that being said, if you can look back at the different social media posts, blog posts, newsletters that you've sent out and you can see how popular or unpopular they were, then you can go create new content with confidence knowing exactly what your ideal client wants and needs to hear from you. So there are two sides of that. But here are some quick tips to follow when you are ready to start saving time in your marketing so that you're not reinventing the wheel every single day. Number one, repost links to your recent blog post weekly. All right, let me translate that. That means if you have published a blog post over the past few weeks or several of them over the past month, make sure you don't just share it once on Facebook and then never again. Make sure you share it again and again. And you can even go back a year or more and share those posts because I guarantee your audience forgot you ever wrote them. You can also use paragraphs from your blog post as social media captions. That's tip number two. This really bulks up your social media strategy and your campaigns and makes it look like you spent a ton of time writing each post when really you were just copying and pasting. There's nothing wrong with doing a little bit of that. Tip number three, republish old blog posts on your website with a new title and updated images. Tip number four, write a blog post using the same topic as your newsletter or vice versa. If you are using a newsletter topic and turning it into a blog post, make sure the blog post is longer. You wanna aim for anywhere from 500 to 1,000 words versus a newsletter which has less than 400 words. 
you need to make sure your blog post is more detailed than the newsletter was and includes more photos. The next tip would be to repost your most popular photos every few weeks or months on Instagram or Facebook as you prefer. If you posted something from a recent project and people went nuts on social media, you can post it again. And trust me, people will go nuts all over again because the beauty of that photo has not been diminished just because people saw it once before. My final tip for you is clean up your marketing. Remove any flyers, ads, whether they're print or digital, brochures, or social media posts that really just have your old branding on it. Now, this does not mean go back through Instagram and delete all posts with an old or outdated brand, but it does mean that if for some reason you're still using your outdated branding on some social media templates or your upcoming scheduled social media posts, delete them, fix them, clean up your marketing. It's important that you present a cohesive marketing and branded image because that is how you'll get the clients who trust you, who respect your opinions, and who want to write those big checks to you. All right, guys, I know this was a lot. It's an action-packed episode. I do have some great resources for you in the show notes of this episode. Everything from my headline analyzer tool I talked about to Meet Edgar to Socialite Vault posts that you can use. And that's part of my membership where I create social media content that you guys can use again and again. And I'm also going to link a episode that I did earlier in the year that was about why you should not be strictly copying and pasting a blog post into a newsletter and vice versa because it really just negates the effectiveness of both. So go check out those resources and in the meantime you know what I'm going to say next. Keep your marketing simple, truly, and keep your message clear. Thanks for listening. Visit us at thekateshowpodcast.com where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.